up in there and everything's fine. And welcome back to Into the Mash episode 36, where we attempt today to make a chocolate peanut butter Dunkelweizen. Dunkelweizen. Again, my new favorite word, Dunkelweizen. Translation? Uh, dark wheat beer. Cool. And from what I hear... It was the greatest beer in all the Fuck yeah, it was. <laughs> Oh, you've been waiting for that. I have, I have. Um, so yeah, we um, we have to make a modification because uh, the recipe calls for the uh, decoction. Mash. Yeah, like a, a, a multi-stage decoction, but our machine can't handle it at the lowest value, so it's basically going to be not getting anything from the first stage, which Flying means by the seat of our pants. Yep. Yeah, so we just filled her up and went with it. Say single. You know, single steep, single. What what is the infusion? Single infusion, I think is the term. Yeah, yeah. Anyhow, what are you reading your emails for? Is well, anything important? Yeah, I found that thing about the internship. Oh, so locating a brewery to intern in for two months. Cool. Nine, nine weeks. Yeah, nine weeks. Uh, do you have um, Do you have your your number one in, in mind already, or not really? I have, like, a bunch of options. Obviously, there's plenty in and around Halifax. But, I mean, Keith's would be pretty cool for the historic value. I, I guess so, yeah. But they're large-scale, not exactly what we're well, you, going you, to do. But you, would to, learn, you would learn large-scale brewing in that case, obviously. Right. Yeah. Uh, you, That's the, noisy. How the hell is that? Stop that. That thing. Stopped. Jesus Christ. Keith Garrison. Yeah, I avoided um, Moose Knuckle, and I also uh, avoided um, Nine Locks. Okay. Because I stuck to uh, this side of the basin, right? Well, uh, thanks for sharing. <laughs> well, I figured you had you you had access to Halifax easier than, right. you know, than I did, and I had access to, to Dartmouth easier than you did. Right. So I just decided to stick myself in Bedford and Dartmouth, and that you know, giving you access to all of Halifax. Do you have New Scotland and North Brightwood on there? Um, I didn't add New Scotland. Okay. Yeah, because I've already submitted my five. Um, actually, I could probably find which five it was. Um, Spindrift, propeller. Off track, old biddies. Yeah, old biddies is at, is at my top. Yeah. Um, followed by off track because track would be all right for me. What sorry? Off track wouldn't be bad. Like I haven't put in my fuck off. Five Stay eight. away from off track. Um, followed by Brightwood propeller and then spin drift. What the fuck is that? Timer. I don't. For what? Which one's going off? Was it the first step? No, well, whatever. We're fucking... That we're not doing? It It did a 1.6 hours. That's... What the hell happened here? <laughs> Cut. No. No. Um, it just... It's like it... Hey, Siri. Start a 58-minute timer. 
It did two minutes, and then it's like, I'm done. You're like, you're an idiot. <laughs> Ruined it. Fucking beer smith. Um, where was I? Um, off track? Yeah, you stay away from off track. Um, however, Propeller has like three locations. Oh. And I don't want to go into Halifax if, right. they, if they end up choosing that. So, like, I would rather go to Spindrift than Propeller in that case. Right. Um, but, uh, yeah, the, the only other two locations, like Old Biddy's and Off Track, are, like, right right by me. They're, yeah. they're my first two locations because they're, A, close enough, and, two small enough. You're looking for small enough? Yeah, I want small, but not too small, and, you know, close, but not too far. Oh, North Brewing Company has two locations as well. I'll have to specify. Um, you got an email from, well, not an email, a, uh, a message from uh, my credit card app saying that uh, I was being charged for, for something. And I was like, okay, I didn't buy anything. So I fucking went on to, uh, you know, to, to the app and said, oh, it was a purchase from Amazon. But again, I didn't fucking buy anything. Right. Um, <clears throat> turns out, back in November, when I returned something, um, mom sent the, the thing back, and they haven't received it yet, so they charged me for it again. Really? Yeah. So it got lost in the mail, and it's your fault? Yes. Good customer service. Yeah. Or the company doesn't state that they receive it, and I get to pay for it. Right. Right? Like, I I was furious, and I hopped on the phone. The guy's like, I can't do anything now because it's still pending. And I'm like, for the sake of the... Like, this is a massive security breach. Nobody approved this purchase. Yeah. Yeah, you, you hit it. You get to talk into the mic, you know? Yes, I do. Yeah. Um, what are you, like, four? Just... Wait, you want more room? Got no room. Jesus Christ, buddy. I can't move my desk. Take all the room you want. There, there you go. You Here, have all the room. Have all the room. That, that's as much as I can give you. <clears throat> um, somebody doesn't clean this desk, and I and I just put stuff down. Yeah. Yeah, so it's all your that, fault. That's, it's not my fault, your fault. You're not wrong. Anyhow, so, yeah, yeah they, I, 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 I yelled at this motherfucker, and uh, he, he was like, you know, I'd, I'd appreciate if you wouldn't swear. And I'm like, if swearing is your problem right now, then you, you're in for a world of, of pain. Cause, uh, Hello? Yeah, what's, what's wrong? Oh, did you unplug yourself? I don't know, I can't hear you. Nothing's you, coming through my headphones right now. Nothing is coming through your headphones right now. It's because you probably pulled on something on your headphones. Um, see, I'm doing tech support for you right now. <laughs> and you're, you're ruining everything. Okay. There. How about now? I hear stuff. Okay. Back to your story. I don't even know where I was. This guy, he just, he was not helpful, and then he's like, I'm going to have to give you to a different department. Some other department went ahead and charged this because we haven't received it, and like, I'm just fucking livid, and he can't reverse the charge, and then asks me to not swear, and I was like, dude, wrong fucking thing to talk about right now. <laughs> okay. Like, I'm not in the mood for someone to tell me to not swear. Like, I'm angry. And you're telling me, please don't swear. Like, no, no, fuck off. They, we're solving this fucking problem. The point when I started the phone call, I wasn't swearing. You got me to the point of swearing. So who escalated this problem? Because he was completely useless? Absolutely useless. And 
you know, like apologetic. Fine. It's not his fault. He wasn't the one who did anything. No, but he's the one taking the call, so it's his fault. His he's, responsibility to he's, fix yeah, it. Yeah, he's the one who's responsible for like for fixing the problem. You're right. <clears throat> Anyhow, so I now have to contact Amazon, and apparently they can just do this. So that if you know you return something, and then they just randomly decide that they didn't get the thing, or it gets lost in the mail, they're just going to charge you for it. They can do that now. Yeah. Uh, which is absolutely stupid because I wonder if it's because a lot of customers do that. They just say they never got it and reverse the charges. Could be. <coughs> Excuse me, fucking Christ! <clears throat> I need a drink. Uh, oh, what's in the box? What is this? That's red. It's oh, not ready. I want the other one. Yes, you do. Grab your, grab your, one for me, one for you. Okay, cream ale. Cream ale. Jazzy pints? Yeah, jazz your pints, cream ale. Oh, hello. Gushing? No gushing, that's good. No gushing. It's a little bit little bit coming up. Yeah, and it, it's it's getting there. Oh, it's not. Ah, stop hitting the microphone. Oh, that's not bad. That's a good beer. That's not bad at all. I can't do it. I gotta get a glass. I'll be back. Uh, well, you, you can't drink out of a bottle. No, I'm a beer snob now. Mm. That is... Oh, jeez. Where is Beersmith? So, that is a 4.6% alcohol cream ale... Um, with some corn and some oats and some barley, all flaked. And, uh, man, it's like, other, like there's uh, the, the Pilsner base, right? Uh, followed by some t- uh, pale two, pale two row. Am I making a lot of noise? You are making a fuck ton of noise. I'm going to call you Jason from now on. <laughs> Just making noise in the kitchen. Um, Pa-plonk. And then, yeah, and then a bunch of flaked stuff to uh, to get some mouthfeel and um, finished off with some Munich and uh, Melanoidin. It's not bad. The, uh, the hot presence uh, I feared was going to go away. Find that hoppy? No, no. I was afraid that I'd, I'd get nothing, right? And since I was afraid to get absolutely that we were going to get absolutely nothing, God, it's got a nice head too, eh? Yep. Very clear. Oh, yeah. You know what I need? I, I need a, a button that toots my own horn. That's... <laughs> Ooh, God. Yeah, there you go. Or like a Viking, like... Wah, wah. A conch. Conch horn or whatever it is. Is it that pillowy feel you were talking about? Yeah. S- smooth as all over the tongue. Yeah, yeah. Good job. Cheers. 
Cheers to you, sir. After Thank we've you. already drank half the glasses. Oh. Yeah, other than the, the, the initial mess up that we were able to recover, I, I, I wonder if that would change, like, you know, obviously it'll change the hot presence a little bit. But I wonder if by much. Um, what was the original mess up on this brew? Well, this one was that uh, we were too high of gravity and I added too much water. Oh, and then the extra to, boil. And then we had to boil it back. Yeah. Oh. But yeah, I feel like... Uh, Turned out all right. Yeah, I feel like it, 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 uh, it'll do, right? <laughs> it'll do, pig. It'll do. It'll do. Um, not bad at all. And that gets us our 4.6% alcohol beer. Did you want to try one lower or no? <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, one around four would be good. We can try a three six or something like that. Yeah. I want to go that low. Yeah. Call it a light light lager or something. Oh, if we got to lager it, that's another problem. It's, that's a huge pain in the ass. It's just longer fermentation time. <sighs> yeah, but then I got to go get my freezer back. Yeah, I'm not talking about like <laughs> on our home scale. I'm okay. talking eventually. All right. When we've got the the recipes sorted for the brewery, what, what's the lowest alcohol that you would consider? Personally, as as a as a beer that you'd put out, um, and non like not non alcoholic. Yeah. So what's the non alcoholic is under like point one? Like what's the definition of? I mean, like you said, three six. That'd be fine. Yeah. If some, for someone that wants to have a lot of beers throughout the night and not get completely smashed. So it better be like a, a lot of fucking flavor to it, though. Yeah. Right? Because otherwise so, it's just drinking water. The right amount of flavor. Yeah. Right. Um, <clears throat> I couldn't see myself drinking, you know, a thousand Coors Lights in a night. I would get sick of it real quick. Because it doesn't have a flavor... It, it just yeah but there's a lot of people that do want that I know like the, there's guys that like they only drink bud they don't experiment with different flavors they just drink yeah the big guys it's always exactly the same as long as they have the case of bud light they're good yeah gotcha what is the uh, I wonder if there's actually a uh, Let's check a cloud search here. Bud Light. Let's see if there's a Bud Light. Like a clone? Clone. Yeah. Bud Light proof of competence. Proof of conf- competence? Not, not a proof of concept? I'm going to have to look that up. I've never heard of proof of competence um interesting it's a thing means the trade professional must render evidence to the effect that he has all professional commercial and legal knowledge skills experience why would you put that in the name of your fucking beer recipe All right. Anyhow, there is a Bud Light clone here. Uh, 
alcohol four four. Essentially, it's pale malt and flaked rice. Wow. Um, and it's it, super simple. Yeah. No, very. Like it's essentially it's three and a half kilograms of of malt, and then some rice holes. Oh, it was flaked rice. Flaked rice, right? Like like Rice Krispies, right? Um, and then some saws on the hops. Give it a bit of flavor. Yeah. And it's another one of those multi-stage where they want two gallons, so we wouldn't be able to do this as unless we start in a in the turkey fryer pot and then pour the mash grain and all into the brazilla um oh i see what you're saying like this yeah. this pot right here the turkey fryer yeah mash the first step in there the proper volume all the grain and then just dump it all right into the basket of the brazilla yeah and then do a, a rinse of the bucket like over the pot yeah. and then go yeah it could potentially work because I was, I was a little disappointed that we wouldn't be able to, like, we didn't have the the, the available um, exposed water for the amount of grain that was going into that fucking mash. Yeah, not even close. Like, it, 17 times the, the amount of space in grain that we had in water. Well, maybe keep that recipe handy for a summer brew where we can be outside with the burner under that mash. Well, we can definitely uh, attempt this one again, the, like the same oh, yeah. one we got, yeah. but... Um, according to this, uh, the lagering, if can make bud with no noticeable off flavors, then flavors made up other recipes are probably intentional. This guy didn't even speak English recipe to demonstrate competence as a brewer. If can make bud with no noticeable off flavors, then the flavors made with other recipe are probably intentional. <laughs> okay, sure. I'm sure there's some kind of meaning there. <laughs> no fucking clue what the hell that says. <clears throat> All right. Anyhow, um, you're, you're off to PEI again this week? Yes. Back to business as usual. Okay. Yeah. Form workers have caught up to the amount of staging they have, so we take off. It, it's supposed to be tomorrow morning, but with the weather coming, it may be Tuesday morning. Oh. It's supposed to be getting a lot of snow overnight tonight into tomorrow morning, so hmm. we will see. Um, so with that... If you are in PEI, and then I'm going to have to come in on Wednesday to do the the swap over from primary to secondary. Yes. Okay. So I will stop by here on Wednesday then. Wait, is it Wednesday? Sunday to Monday, Tuesday to Wednesday. Yeah, so it is Wednesday. Three days. Three days. Yep. Um, so yeah, I'll I'll take care of that. And then from there, it's another week. So it'll be next Wednesday 
is when we go to, to bottling. So depending on where you happen to be next week is uh, how bottling will take place. Uh, is it 10-day ferment? 10-day total. And then in bottles. Okay. Yeah, and then, like, like as uh, I was saying before, is that um, the cacao nibs go in, in secondary, so I'll take care of that. Um, if it's you bottling, uh, then we have to add the peanut butter extract in the, pr- in the priming bucket. Okay. After we take a, a gravity reading, uh, then we... We, add, we are adding priming sugar as well? Then we add priming sugar into a bucket, and then we add the peanut butter extract to the bucket. Five ounces to begin with, because there's five gallons. Approximately five gallons. Right. Whatever we end up with. <clears throat> uh, it's supposed to be one ounce per gallon. So if we end up with six gallons to begin with, then we'll just put six ounces in. And then we have two ounces to play with for flavoring. And the recommendation is that you don't just dump everything in right away. Do it slow. Okay. So start with the recommendation and then increment the the flavor. To taste. Yeah. Um, Speaking of tasting, um, there's a, a lemongrass chili pale ale recipe that we found a while ago that I would really like to try. That could be interesting. And so this, but we have to get our hands on some lemongrass. I don't know where to source lemongrass from. Whole Foods. I don't know. Maybe. Well, we'll we'll have to do some research on that to figure out where that is. <laughs> yes. Like, I'd like to make it our next brew, which will be in like a couple of weeks. But, um, yeah. Amazon. <clears throat> uh. Probably not from Amazon. Lemongrass is the name of a retail place. <laughs> not helpful. Not really. No. Thank you, Google. I'm no Jamie. Um, so, we started talking very briefly last night in regards to this uh, fast ferment conical <clears throat> thing. Okay? Oh, yeah. Um, you found one that they're on clearance or what? Yeah, it's been on the clearance table forever at 90 bucks, and I keep telling them every time I'm there, it's like, look, you drop that down to 30 and I'll buy it. Right. And then and then they called me on my bluff. <laughs> <laughs> they're like... Good. So I, I was fucking, you know, getting the rest of my shit, and they come to the counter, uh, and like I already passed by the counter to pick up a small bag for the, uh, for, for the hops and stuff. Um, and, I, and I said, why, why is this still here? She's like, yeah, I don't know. And I said, drop it to 30 bucks and I'll take it off your hands. And I walked away. And then, so she came came back, or no, so I came back and she she grabbed the thing and brought it to the counter. And and, and, I said, and she goes, uh, it's yours for 30. And I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Um, now, there is a sticker on that that says it's missing the thermostat, or the thermometer. Thermometer. Right? And so there's a thermo well that looks like it's missing. So there's just a big hole in the side of the, uh, the okay. plastic. And so this the thermal well is just a, a brass fitting that, that sticks in. Yeah. And then the thermometer fits Thre- right threads into that. Okay. Right? Uh, so it looks like both of those are missing, which means we'd have to pick up a thermal well and a ther- thermometer if we want. Now, it's 14 and change on Amazon, or it's twelve ninety nine. but I don't know if this is Canadian pricing or not. Right. I mean... If it's still there, it seems like it'd be worth it. Yeah, well, that's that's precisely like uh, you know, like try hand it the conical. 
and the the whole thing with the conical and then like that like there's a, the wall mounting part there's um and so like it threads onto two two nuts and then that sits on the little metal right. bracket and, uh, but it's got the little fucking valve at the bottom right and so you, you didn't know, take like, off the tube yeah you just you, you close it up you uh, unthread the the little bubble on the bottom and and then you empty that or you save it or you, and you re you know you you wash it and repitch your yeast that way yeah um, and then you just put that back on and, and then open the valve again and now you're in secondary why is it a secondary you you haven't had the transfer oh you've taken so it. yeah there is no secondary uh, well you do your secondary time in the same right in the same unit right um, now the top has a little hole for um, you don't have one here there it is. It's not not a large hole for the bung. Oh, okay. Just a tiny hole for the other one. But it doesn't look like there's a gasket in there. So we'd end up having to pick up a gasket for that as well. Um, this this one has a spot for a bung. Right. It's missing that gasket. Oh. Right. So I'd have to buy a gasket because uh, it's a solid lid that comes with the thing. Um. And then, if it's a solid lid, we can make a hole for the bunk size we want. Uh, yeah. It, that would be simple enough. That would... Then we can just use what we have. Turn, turn the mic the other way. Turn, so if you're going to look at me, just turn yeah, the mic Yeah, but around. then I'm pulling on the headphones. and Well, then move the arm even further out and come back in. All right. Move the arm back in. <laughs> Jeez, it's like you're new. I don't do tech. This, this is, is a this mechanical is, this is yours. This is, yours. <laughs> this is your arena. Uh, um, yeah, so there's that. And so like if if you want me to pick it up, I'll I'll, I'll go and pick it up. I'm hoping that they're still gonna still gonna offer it to me. But um there there is a um, a spigot and the mounting kit. And I'm 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 imagining that they're gonna want to sell those things separately because oh. Normally, they're sold separately. Now, I think the mounting kit... So, here, here's the sampling port, okay? Yeah. And the sampling port comes with a little drill bit, like a step-down drill bit. Right. And you just keep cutting into the plastic until you fucking get to the size you're supposed to. Put the spigot in there. It's a $10 bit, right? It's not a horrible piece. No, something that would be good to have anyway. Yeah. Um... And then from there, there was, um, so here, here's the normal lid, right? And so it's got that hole in it, little, little tiny hole. Uh, where is, so that's the whole thing, but it doesn't come with a stand. Where the fuck is the stand? And this is the seven gal, by the way. Yes. So it's we need. Yeah, uh, there is a three gallon version, and I wouldn't even consider buying it. Um. So I don't know what the whole bill is going to come down to, but they're currently asking ninety dollars for just the thing with the missing part. And they dropped to dropped to thirty for you. They offered. Yeah. Or I offered, and they they accepted, but again, one employee accepted. 
There's right. no guarantee that they all accept, right? Right. Now, whether or not she actually communicated with the uh, the owner and he finally caved, then he'll cave the next time, sure. Um, but knowing that I can pick up these parts for relatively cheap, yeah, then I'm I'm <clears throat> more inclined to go and spend that thirty bucks. Yeah, for sure. <clears throat> you know, and like, even if it turns out that they have to charge me for the mount and everything else, I think that's like still a, a good discount. Yeah, it's it's. But it, but it ends up being a purchase that uh, is unexpected, and um, so it'll it'll shock Amanda. <laughs> I'll, I'll come home with a bunch of shit. She's like, "What did you do?" You know that. Oh, that tell tell her I bought it then. Sure. Like I'll send you the transfer, whatever. Um, you know it's uh go it goes from me expecting to pay thirty bucks to me probably spending a hundred. Yeah. You know, and it's. N- not because well maybe not a hundred um, spigot ten bucks. Well, uh, realistically, the these... wall mount kit is another thirty bucks. Let's say uh, so that's sixty seventy dollars. Yeah, plus tax. We're already at a hundred. Yeah, yeah. So realistically, the fur monsters that we've been using have been temporary. We're always going to go to conical fermenter to true to get used to that whole true. system, right? Yeah. There, there is also a. Um, um, I guess a hop spider for dry hopping in these things. Oh yeah, and I know, I'm assuming that this lid is not the same size as the fur monster lid. Not likely. And it would be cool if it was. It'd be. However, for that sock, we if have. we if we were able to cut a, a hole the size of the bung that we were looking for, there is another sock for the fur monster that fits in the bung hole. Oh, okay, right. we can make a separate hole that size. Yeah. The hell are you watching? I don't know. I don't know. I can't hear what he's saying, so... Jesus. Um, Survival skills. So, uh, school-wise, uh, we just went through the water, or half of the water course. And uh, how, how much did you think you uh, you absorbed? Um, the reading was good. Right, and we've got we've got that on hand now. We've got all the books for that from the actual teaching. Not a, not much. I didn't do that great in this one to be honest. I have a hard time following him. Okay, um, so basically, what I picked up most mostly was the the pH um, balancing act that you have to do between. The chlorinated water, the non-chlorinated water, the throwing in mash that, that decreases the the pH, and then yeah. like there's salts that that increase your pH. Like it's just this delicate balance that you are looking to end up somewhere in the ballpark of five point four to five six. Right. That took a week <laughs> to to really grasp all of that. Well, yeah. Because it starts with the super basic water cycle, yeah, which is like grade three. Yeah, understanding that same fucking picture. Yeah, um, I mean it's good to know, I guess, the different sources from which your water is coming. And like, like today, I, I boiled our, I pre-boiled our water to get rid of the chlorine. I we haven't done that before. Okay, so we've we've already changed what we do based on what we learned this past week. So. That's good. Is my mic not picking stuff up properly? Sometimes. Okay. 
I just don't speak loud enough. No, no. But what I can do is I can. No, it's not the high pass filter. It's the noise gate. Your noise. Your fucking threshold is off. <laughs> That's even. Whoa. Yeah. See. Go. Okay. Now I'm talking. I didn't do anything. Maybe turn down my headphones so that I don't hear myself and I'll speak louder. Well, I'll just speak louder. Right? Get excited! I'm always excited. That's my secret. <laughs> You're like the excitement Hulk. <laughs> uh, speaking of which, I'm not going to put up with that shit when we go to YouTube, by the way. You're going to have to fucking smile. <laughs> I'll just grow my mustache over, over smile, your mouth. So you don't have to look at I'm smiling under here. <laughs> Take my word for it. When we go to YouTube. Yeah. So, uh, I'm, I'm, I've never been a fan of YouTube, but I'm willing to give it a shot. Just for the, what, the free advertising? Nah, just getting well, their name out there? It, it's it's more so that it's it's a different type of podcast. It's a, it's a, like a, vi- a visual podcast allows us to do different things, um, like Brewmaster and Carboy skits, or not necessarily skits. I just mean that we we can do a different episode. We we like right now. Anytime we talk about something, you and I can see it. No one else can see it. True. So if we're really going to have to talk about something, we have to describe what we're looking at as well. So upload to YouTube for video as well as audio format. Oh well, yeah. So like separately, the, yeah. The audio format will just take take the audio sample and go right, which right. is what this thing's mainly for. Right. Um, and then from there, we take the, the audio, we match it to the video that we've recorded, and, psh, and then we send that out to YouTube. So just set up, like, three cameras in the studio? Yeah, pretty much. And then w- link a computer that we're doing any searching on? Um, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. So when it, when it comes down to the, to the video part of things, there's um, uh, a production thing that has to take place where you're swapping between video inputs and whatnot right uh use another piece of software a lot of times streamers use something like uh what is it uh obc i think it's the the three-letter acronym for it um but it's basically it's just here are all my video sources and lay them out like this and then that's what gets put on so if you and i are doing something uh, let's assume that we have camera one and camera two. Uh, Wayne's World. Yes. <laughs> camera one, camera two. So camera one is a, a wide shot of the two of us. Camera two is a close-up of the, the, the tabletop. Oh, for like plan view from above. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we want to overlay. Uh, we want to swap between the two first, right? So intro wide shot two of us and this is what we're talking about blah 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 and we get into hey this is what you're gonna to need to do this whatever right let's say we're just like washing yeast swap to camera two so you have a little fucking console camera two input so now the video feed is no longer camera one it's camera two and it's just a top-down view of what's happening right where are you going i'm just getting comfortable oh okay it looked like you were ready to bail out for a second no i'm just staring i don't know all right. Um, alternatively, camera three is like the input source of the other thing with both of them, like one picture-in-picture picture type thing. Okay. Right? 
So you'd be able to, to control which, uh, which one for video feeds. And very simply put, like as you're doing the video editing afterwards, you could do that as well. But live oh, so you've got the full stream from each of the sources. Just you can yeah. cut it and clip it wherever Absolutely. you want. Absolutely. So we record from camera one, camera two, a hundred percent of the time, and we just swap between whenever we want to display things. Right. The audio is a separate track that sits over under, like underlaid under everything. Yeah. And all we need is one of one of these clapper. That's it. We don't even clapper. Just clap, and then essentially, as soon as your hands reach. Right. Yeah. That's the point where you want the sound of the clap hitting. Oh, okay. And so that's just to it's to sync. It just syncs everything up. That's okay. why that's why you see people do stuff like that. Now you can slip one in every so often. You're like ah, and you're like, you do whatever kind of like <laughs> in the middle of the thing, and then you just sync from the middle of the fucking show. Okay. Or you do the first clap, and then you just cut that, edit it. You know, like the first slice, and you chop that out of the uh, the show. Cool. There's a lot more work involved in a video editing than there is in podcasting. Yeah, you almost need another person there to be clicking between. You're going to need a Jamie, which is why Rogan does that. Yeah. Uh, That's why everybody who has got currently a video podcast has a a, a producer somewhere. So, Timcast, that's Lydia. Right. Right. Rogan's, that's Jamie. You got the the three guys in the fucking room when it comes to um, uh, Two Bears, One Cave, and uh, the Dr. Drew, and uh, everything that's going on with your mom's house podcasts. Okay. There's like there's like four of them now, or five of them. Or, and there's one person there full-time. There, there's just... three guys in a room. that they Their whole job is to handle everything that's going on. Oh, yeah? Back, okay. Right? So, we could eventually hire someone if that's the thing i don't think that's a necessity yeah right keep it's it just, simple we we just release things as we release them so you pre-record a bunch of shit yeah and you just release them when you release them cool um like i don't want to spend all of my time editing video no we got better things to do yes yeah I, more I, important things um there's a business to take care of. There's everything oh, making else. Making awesome beer. There's making beer, but again, you're gonna you you are mainly going to be the guy taking control of beer. Like I'll throw in my recipes. You can modify anything that you want. Yeah. Right, but you are mainly going to be the guy doing a lot of the the actual brewing. Not that I'm going to bail on you on it. It's just I I understand there's more to a business than just yeah. making beer. For sure. And if you don't want it to cover the front of the house. That means that I'm going to have to cover the front of the house, the retail space, the the you know distribution, all of this. Even even well, we'd have to hire and manage employees. Right. Do you want to hire and manage employees? Like, it's like, going to be part of well the, the brew house. Yeah. yeah, you're going to have to work, like consider me your assistant brewer for the most part. Yeah, right. Um, beyond like that's the one thing that that old biddies doesn't do. They have an assistant brewer. But they have two owners. One guy handles the front of the house and distribution. Yeah. The other guy handles all the all the brewing. The the front of the house guy knows nothing about brewing. Oh, really? So Taco. yeah. So the, like he he himself admits that he knows absolutely nothing about brewing. Cool. But that's why I want to know about brewing, so that you have to take it. Well, you can say I know it makes it easier for you to sell it, right? Um. 
You can have conversations with the customer about what well, they're yeah, drinking. Yeah, what's in it and what to expect and stuff like that. But in the same case, I, I want to be able to, to brew when you're not there to brew. Right. Right? And, and again, I'm your assistant brewer. That's how I would see things. Because like, you, you want to manage the brewery and, and the stuff going on in, in the back of the house so that you don't have to manage distribution and marketing and sales. Well, I still want to be a part of, like, I'm going to be a part of the marketing. And Well, you're going to be part of the marketing decisions, yes. Yeah. But the day-to-day marketing stuff, I highly doubt you want to get involved in that. You could prove me wrong, by all means. But if you if you want to go around and, and start, you know, pitching to companies, <laughs> right, that's part of the marketing. Like, this is why you need our beer in your, in your, in your you know, in your pub. Yeah. So, go ahead and prove me wrong. I, I'm glad to have, have you prove me wrong here. Uh, because it, it just means that you and I are both doing the exact same job, and we're extremely redundant. And that's a perfect thing to have. We know the business so well. So either or could do. Exactly. Both. Yeah. Right? Because I would, I would rather not keep things from you so that... You know, like in in a, in a sense of protecting you from marketing, I, I, like it, I don't see the purpose of doing so. No, right? Keeping you involved in in the front of the house stuff makes a lot of sense to me because then well, you understand uh, where we need to go next. Like when I spoke to, um, I, I'm, I think his name was Chris. Give me give me a second here. I'm just going to bring up their website. Um, yeah chris so chris is the general manager and in charge of sales this is old biddies this is old biddies okay and i spoke to chris yesterday 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 uh because i was i was curious to find out if they if they could if they had the hours available to have uh an intern come in right if they didn't have that then there'd be a problem it's got to be full-time for the yeah, forty hours a week. It's for forty hours a week, nine weeks. Right. Um, so I need. I still need to contact Keith, who's the brewery manager. Um, but the two of them own Old Biddies, and the concept is that Keith runs the back, Chris runs the front. Chris admits he knows nothing about brewing itself, and so well, he's got an opportunity there to learn while he's at work if he uh, wanted to. If he wanted to, yes. But then they hired an assistant brewer. Oh, okay. So there's a third guy who works coming. there, which means Chris is not taking that on uh, as well. Right. So when you have um, one guy who, who only knows the back end and one guy who only knows the front end, what happens when one guy needs to go on a two-week vacation? Yeah. You're not brewing. You're not selling. Like You're One or the other is gone. Yeah. Right, so it's better to have redundancy. And yes, we hire employees, but we're not going to be able to hire anybody for the first year. The first year is you and me. Yeah. Right. If we're at least we're starting small, trying to build something, right? Yeah. Um. So I would imagine for the like, in our experience, if you know the majority of the front end, if you know how to use the point of sale system, yeah, you're going to be able to sell shit to somebody, right? And that'll change as time goes, and I'm more comfortable with that. I don't have a problem with that. Oh no! You're gonna, gonna be try. Sh- you're gonna sell shit like from day one. Yeah. Like the, the whole point is that you're gonna be involved in the front end. I'm gonna be involved in the back end. And that, like, I, I'm not being demanding here. I'm just stating the fact that it's so much better than putting it off. Yeah. Right. Because if I don't understand that the CIP process that's in place, 
and I fuck something up, we have bad bags. Oh, big investment because just getting the raw ingredients is an investment. That's there a, lot you of, go. a lot of money you can right. ruin. And if you know, it, if it takes you an hour to get through the uh, the point of sale system in order to get someone out the door, oh, just using the tail kind of thing. Yeah. Okay. Right. And it's just because I mean, you, you have tap. no idea where like what you're actually doing. And I, I've seen it countless of times. Like, even Chris himself, yeah. as I was there, like somebody was going through before me and he's like, oh, this fucking thing, it's constantly going down. And like that's a sign of a of a person in retail who does not understand what they're doing. Right? Well, it could be an actual technical difficulty. No, I, there yeah. are technical difficulties, right. but they, they, they can get around the technical difficulties if they know what they're doing. Having a troubleshooting experience exactly yeah so to avoid all of this to avoid all the problems like i would imagine as well that um you would rather be in the brew house most of the time instead of making deliveries like i don't i know making deliveries is not really an issue but you would rather be given the two options yeah brew or drive yeah i'd rather be in the brewery yeah well, guess where driving comes well, into play. <laughs> okay. But again, you're talking about the first year. Eventually, Eventually we're, we're going to have driver. a driver. Yeah. 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 Like, but for the, like for the first bit, it'll probably be me driving around. Have living. a little sticker on the back. How's my driving yeah, today? Yeah. And call then, this number and it's me. It's you. And then like, if this... I don't care. Don't call again. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um... Like, and that's and that's like it'll it'll probably be uh, like on, on some some occasions when we're not brewing anything it'll yeah. be two of us. We both go out. We both deliver. We both get the job done faster. Yeah. Right. Um, it's two trucks. Well, two trucks is 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 the next stage. First truck. Uh, first truck is two guys in the truck delivering. And two guys, one truck. That's yeah. what we're gonna call it. <laughs> that hasn't been taken at all. <laughs> it. Oh, um, just one one van and then like a trailer that we can tow somewhere. Fill the trailer. How many deliveries do you think we're doing right away? I'm not talk. I'm talking eventually. This isn't right away. All right. I don't know. Pulling a trailer is a trailer seems to be more of like events. Like I would, yeah. I, would I would put like a, a like a fridge trailer style. And with like taps on the side, yeah. like that would look really cool. Yeah, right. I'd be cooler if we could have like some kind of like some kind of like, say, some like plug-in thing where you just like plop it on the side and then it just like and now it's taps. But you pull that off, like you know, like close all the valves. Yeah, you the can. Back end, you pull off the valve, like and you can just close it up. Yeah, the side of the van just locks spray, shut. Spray it off and then yeah. close it. Get that beer off of there. Or, or of, leave it there to spread the beer smell around town so everybody wants it. It's driving around. It's like the fish, the chip truck, right? The, <laughs> the chip truck. You smell all the yeah. fried food. And the, or like you, the local whore. You know, <laughs> oh, I'm in that part of the town. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> or, or smelling the, the, the local old folks' home. You're like, oh, you're old people here. Mothballs. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah like, that would be cool for events, though. Yeah, like you have... Like we've talked about the carbonate on route system, where it's just the box, but build like a panel of, the, of four of those yes. together, and just clicks into place and locks in kegs inside the the cooler truck mm-hmm. or trailer. Yeah, and have like just tables and signage, so the people behind the tables just tap off of that, or is it self serve tap? 
Uh, no, we we would stand in front of it. Right. Have okay. a little uh, little little like remote fucking cell phone payment plan system like yeah. Square. Yeah. And just like bloop, and then fucking here's your beer. Go. Yeah. Tap only. Ta- uh, we we would bring some cans. Yeah, but cash though. Oh no! Sorry, no, no, I mean that's what I meant. Tap is in like no. tap beer. I mean, like, if you're no, at an event, cash as well, like, cash and tap. cash and tap. Yes. Yeah. Um, but but essentially, it's like yeah, because you want to make it easy for people to pay. That's yeah. it. Just I want I want two beers. Okay, no problem. Ten bucks, and then, psh, and then go. Yeah. Here, here's a ten. Like you 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 make it simple. No no none of this counting no change. change. Shit. Yeah. None of it. It's like it's five bucks a beer, right? Tax in. Yeah. And then we pay the tax afterwards. Right. Um. And yeah, like it's just there's no reason to make it difficult for anybody, like especially if you're out the, out there in the yeah, event, event surrounded again, by people that like you don't want to be starting to try counting cash. No, and I'm even thinking we're talking about post COVID here. Are there going to be any beer fests or rib fests or anything like that anymore? I want to say there is. I fucking hope so. And, but they're pushing this fear mongering around this whole thing. Constantly, I I, I want to I want to believe that we are smarter than that, and that we will eventually say, okay, you know what, we've we've done it, everything's fine, let's continue, right? We're not gonna go, like we're not gonna be able to go back to non sanitized anything anymore. Everything's right. Be like make sure you sanitize your hands when you come into my store. You're like, dude, it does nothing. <laughs> like it just honestly does nothing. Especially, uh, like, you know, are you going to pay for my, my, you know, dermatology appointment? Right? All the creams that I'm going to have to fucking put on because my hands are fucking destroyed because of your shit? Like, I get it. Like, we've seen, we, we've seen a lot of droppage in, in the amount of cases, but, the amount of deaths, and they're like, we need to stay strong. Which we're, what they think is that we've done a great job. We should continue doing it. We need to get harder and we'll do it faster. Like, we went into a state of emergency here in Nova Scotia. For, yeah. what, 14 cases or something? Uh, seven. Seven. Seven cases. Two of them were hospitalized, and one is already um, uh, already recovered. So we and have, that's the state of emergency for the whole province. We are in a state of emergency in the entire province right now. However, we also relieved fucking some of the restrictions. Like, stores are allowed to go up to 75% capacity. Okay. So how is it a state of emergency if we're... I don't know. Reducing I don't fucking know. It's just they're, they're just saying things That's now. That's the whole <laughs> Marxist thing. Words don't mean anything anymore. No, nothing means anything. So, like, it, it just... it. I want to believe that we'll go back to, 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 to some kind of regularity. Yeah. There's no such thing as normal. It's just some no. kind of regularity that... Well, the last hundred years... Well, I don't even know. Right now is a relatively abnormal, abnormally peaceful time. Like a, being in a state of peace is abnormal, where war is the norm throughout human history. All right, I'll agree to that. Is that where you? That's, no, that that's was where you're going to stop. I'm <laughs> sorry, going to go off. Just a thought. All right. Um. Anyhow. Um. Oh, these actually show their molts. Interesting. Oh, really? I've actually really never gone into their fucking site before. Old biddies. Sorry. Right. Speaking of which, some of these sites, because I was looking, like we were talking about earlier, I was looking for a place for internships. Yeah. 
Its websites are not great. No. Which brings me to my next point. Uh, that that uh, marketing video series that uh, that mom sent us. Yeah. Um, so I watched all eleven episodes. It it took me about three hours to watch them all on double speed. Double speed. Yeah. Um, from there, it eventually got to the point where they were like pitching this this website content management site system. Okay. Uh, that is the website we're going to be using because it looks really fucking simple. Oh yeah. Yeah, I can I can bang out a website in like three hours. Awesome. And, and it'll have an entire back end that we can just modify. Then you can. Uh outsource your talents to these places that don't know what they're doing yeah yeah look well, at this i don't see the beers here but this is the beers yeah i want to see the beers you want to see the beers the beers yeah it's uh one of these websites i did see uh barley wine though not many of them have that high gravity like super high gravity beer Seven day IPA. What is their yeast? USO five. Who is who? Who is USO five? Is that um, why yeast? USO five. Yes, yeah, Folly. Safe ale. No, it's safe ale. It's not why yeast. Why yeast is somebody else. So that's their American ale yeast is who they're using at Old Biddies. For specific brews or for all of them? Oh, geez. Pretty much all of them. So they just... USO5 is like the only yeast listed here, buddy. Huh. Yeah. Not a single yeast difference. So they just... Between their Irish... Maintain a healthy... Fucking American, American ale yeast across the board. That uh, that limits their flavor potential. Well, obviously, but it keeps them from spending extra money on yeast. Right, they, just keep they the can same. split it, and yeah, pitch it, and harvest, wash it, dive, duck, dodge, dip, and dodge. Five D's. I don't drink my own piss because it's good for me. I drink it because it tastes good. I use my own piss in my yeast. <laughs> how I wash my yeast. Yeah. That, that's going to get clicked. Wow. Seriously. Like, I'm surprised that, and, and I understand, like, uh, I, I didn't want to ever badmouth these guys because they were the local guys, right? They'd be the, well, at the time we were thinking of Lower Sackville as a, as a potential location. Right. Um, they were the only other brewery in town, which is why I didn't want to badmouth them. But like, that's, that's disturbing that they would... They would use an American ale yeast on a porter or on an IPA or on an Irish red. What is this? Salmon. Salmon? The same one. It's the Jazz near Pints. I thought you were out. No, that's what I've got left in my box. Oh, I just assumed those were the bitters. No. Are those gone? Did you wash them? Yeah. Oh, that's what's over in those boxes. Like, yeah, <laughs> the shitty, the shitty bitter, the terrible bitter. Yeah, the cat. The that was wasn't even a bitter. It was a a kit beer that was yeah not what not good. Ooh, that's loud. What's in the box? 
Jazz in your pints. Jazzy pints. Thank you, sir. I find myself thinking about the beer engine often. Like how that would be I like the super idea, niche. Like It is, totally. But the, I, I can't get past the ability of selling those things because they're not cheap. And so how, how, do we, how do we... If we lease it, we have to maintain it. Someone has to bring it in, we have to fix it, then they give them a new one, and then we have to send someone out with a new one. Reseller? But if we if we're selling them, they're 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 costly, which yeah. means that only. But we've got half a percent of people out there are going to want to buy one. Okay, but we we're a reseller, right? We're not like storing these things on site. If an order comes in, no, I get that. Okay, but, but we, we we're going to be brewing and then like packaging them for the beer engine for half a percent of the people out there. That's my my only hurdle with this. Is that well, we've got to create the market. Create the market, but still, it's still costly. Like, and we don't control that part of things. If we had the ability to control the pricing of a beer engine to make it more readily available, that more people would use it. Then, fuck, this is a great idea. Why aren't we doing it? Well, it's an investment for someone to have a keg system at home, too, right? Keg CO two constantly refreshing the CO two. But those are the people who have their their own brew houses. They're, they're the home brewers. No, there's people, like, I knew people. There are people, kegerator groups that are, are trying to get their own kegs. I get that. Not even groups. I just mean someone at home that has a little keg set up and a tap on top. And, like, I've, I've known lots of people that have those, and they just buy a keg. But it's just a different investment having the beer engine and yeah. the bog or the cask or box or whatever and the sparkler to, to pull. It's, it's an investment either way. Depends how you want to enjoy your beer, but by what I mean by making the market is we have the beer engines on site at our tap room. Yes. And, and we, we make it available, but the thing is, we can't, we, we can pitch the idea, but there's always that hurdle of, okay, this is a costly investment just to make sure that I get boxed beer from you. If I, if I am, if, if that's the only thing I'm thinking, I'll buy a growler. How do you mean? If that's the only thing you're thinking? Well, let's let's assume that the guy like, uh, let's give let's give him a name, Steve. Okay, Steve is the type of guy who likes craft beer enough that that's the only thing he drinks. Okay, Steve is the type of guy who wants to show off. Um the beers that he has found however steve doesn't have a lot of money so that investment is going to be something very significant for him at which point if he chooses to do so what like what is it like what else is he able to put on this thing is there anybody else in the market doing that Steve's a pretty intelligent guy here, and he okay. realizes we are the only ones who are selling these beer engines and providing beer for these beer engines. Then we take our market creation further, work with, say, old biddies, trade a cask and a keg, 
and have Old Biddy's cask version of one of their beers at our place, and they have a keg of bars. If people like it, get Old Biddy's to, to get a, a beer engine on their location. Yeah, and, and that's precisely you know a, I mean? a way to get around it, is that you start making the environment. It's not just making a market in that case. You're making well, the environment. Yes, the market environment. Right, because yes. if Biddy's is able to, to sell boxed beer, and we are able to sell boxed beer, then Steve is going to have an easier... He's got options. Yeah, he's got he's going he's gonna to have an easier decision to make, because, okay, I can buy beer for both of these places, and I like both places. Right? Right. So... That's like what's, ha- what's happened in the UK is this is a, a trend or whatever you want to call it of the real ale movement, right? People are going back to this stuff in the UK, this type of this, serving. This, this method, so, uh, method of distribution. Right. So anyone that has like the basement bar or the backyard man cave, whatever, they can have this set up a beer engine on site and just pour pints for their friends at a whatever crokinole party. I don't care. Whatever they're doing in the back of the barbecue. They play cribbage. Of Steve course. plays sure. cribbage. <laughs> I, I, get, I, I get exactly what you're saying. And without that environment, we are going to have a really difficult time packaging and selling our own beer because no one will have the beer engine. At and it won't start that way. No, originally it's just going to be we have that on site. We have ours on site, right. and we we can offer to sell it, but it wouldn't be something that we try to upsell anybody on right off the bat because there's no way that they're going to. The well, there is some people. Some people who like really love our shit. Then yeah, fuck sure. you right. They will buy. Okay, it. so it it should be available, but don't expect it to be, to pay Again, off. That, and that's that half a percent of the right. people out there, which yeah. is why I that's my only hurdle is. We need to get over that that half a percent, and then coming. The rest of it is five years of building a movement of real ale at home. Yes, and and that could definitely work as long as we get the network of of ale houses. It sounds um, like our timer. Clock in the wall says mash time is done. Um, okay, let's take a quick break. We'll uh, we'll be right back. Come back. Today's episode brought to you by Sunlight and Fresh Air. Get the fuck outside and enjoy it. Oh, we're recording now. Yeah, we are. Okay, and we're back. Okay, where, where were we when we left? We were talking about something, and then we did, weren't talking about something. Should we check the instant replay? No. No, I don't uh, care that much. <laughs> All right, then. So... <laughs> Uh, I'm sure it was important. When we listen to this, we'll we'll have to bring up the topic again. Mm-hmm. Um, so before we get, um, we before, had a pretty good sparge. We what? That was a fast fucking sparge. We had a high percentage of rice hulls in that. Yes, it was pouring straight through the grain. Yes, basically. Yeah, there was it was very fast. Um, that actually might be a problem. It might be a problem. We're low on our gravity pre boil. Which isn't good. So we're going to modify our steps a little bit. Boil a bit before adding our bittering hops. Yeah. So we're going to have a longer boil. We're just off the, flying off the seat of our pants right now. Right? Why well, have a recipe? <laughs> just fucking, let's just go. Uh, fucking do it. Um, it's a nice color, though. It is. It looks good. It's a nice, dark brown. Yeah, it's a, it's a br- kind of an amber brown, right? It's somewhere yeah. between those two marks. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. 
Okay, um, I know that uh, it's on your mind, so give or go. Brew houses. Okay. I don't know. We had been talking about the Bruja Brew and Conical all-in-one system, and we've kind of decided to get away from that. Yes. So for I, several reasons, I was really, I really liked the aspect of it, um, mainly because it was more of a. Uh, the unit itself was on, on the factory floor. It moved from one department to the next. Right. right. It made sense to me so I can visually look at the floor and see where we currently were. Right. However, coming to to look at the system and actually like deep in, you know, like me kind of dig dig a little deeper and see what the hell was going on with it. Um, it, it really is more. It's, it's more targeted towards like this small tap room that just wants to brew on site right it's limiting in its volume well i, I think I, was a, an issue with me i, I didn't say it was like, uh, i know that there, if you want more you have to buy another unit i get that part of it right if, if like you can't just increase the well, size of some part of it you there are ways you can unit right but you can do high gravity brewing and multiple brews a day to make a f- five barrel unit do 15 barrels in a day or something, right? Yeah. Or more, depending on how high gravity you can brew. But that gets all tricky. But you can't do low oxygen brewing or zero oxygen brewing to extend your product shelf life. Because that all has to happen pre boil as well as through the rest of the process. And with the dissolved oxygen. Right. Um, but yeah, besides that, it's, it's, I think the largest one is seven barrel and the investment that you're making in that one, two or three, what's that? It was 24 K. I thought it was for the seven. I thought it was 35 to 40. No, for the base base, unit. Just the base. No, no hoses. Nothing. Like it was 24 K for the seven unit. (laughs) Right. And it was uh, like, and then you, you start adding all the bells and whistles, which are kind of necessary. Yeah. Um, but you know, you can save some money there. If you were to just use their base unit, it would cost you 24. If you go in and, and, and more, you're adding another 10, 11 thou with the controller with yeah everything. So again, like I started, I started seeing who was using these things and it was just like, okay, these are all small tap houses who just want to start brewing in house. And you're like, okay, well, that's not what we're doing. So well, we, have well, we do want that. We also want distribution. Yeah, but we wouldn't be able to handle distribution on on, a, on any scale if we were to do that in the tap Exactly. So, so yeah. it was a limiting system. Yeah. Very limiting. Very. So, I don't know. You're thinking the four barrel or four vessel brew house? Four Brussels. Uh, four Brussels. 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 Four Brussels sprouts. Um, oh, under the brew tech name, eh? Is that who you're looking at? SS, yeah. I mean, that's just an example of a four-vessel brew house. Yeah. And this, it looks like this one has a... Oh, that's a fermenter on the side. Yeah. Well, there, those are three fermenters. Yeah. And a, so a that, that picture is just a small system. <clears throat> that looks like three and a half barrels, what that looked like. Pro. Right. So we go here to the... This is more like it. So there's there's your mash ton. There, there was your... 
that's a two. So you get your ah scrolling. So above that was I'll give you that one there. So that looks two like vessel. a two-vessel. Yeah, that's a two-vessel, but you get your grain silo above it, right? right? That's a mash and lauder ton and a boil kettle whirlpool. Yeah. <clears throat> um, you're doing your mash and, uh, mash and lauder in the same unit, and then it transfers over to the boiler. Yeah. That's not a bad plan, though. It saves on square footage. Yeah. Big time. And you can you can run two or three of those that would be a higher square footage than the four yeah but with the four you can run multiple batches through the one system daily because while you've transferred the wart out you can clear the spent grain and start another mash while that's the other one the first one's going through the other processes yes so that is more efficient if you want, instead of doing multiple of this, well, you're you may as well off on a stage here because you said it's mash lauder. So right. after a second stage and you transfer that over, you're cleaning and then you're adding new. Right. Because by the time you're yeah. adding new, you're already in, I'm assuming you're past the boil stage and you're, you're into your whirlpool. If you're doing the same brew, do you need to do the full CIP before starting a new batch? Uh... If you're doing the same beer, no. But if you're doing a completely different beer, I sure. yes, right? But if you schedule what you need, today we're just doing this beer. Sure, but what if today you need to do two beers? Then you add in the hour of cleaning. And yeah, cleaning. And, and that's that's my point. But that's that like, the, if, if, if you can do two units and one of them does alternating beers and one of them does a solid beer, you're only really going to have to clean one that day. Right. Midday, yeah. It's all going to be clean at the end of the day. So you could start two, uh, t- two complete uh, processes. Now, that's a different grain silo above, too, right? Um, however... Well, the grain silo, is it's a separate thing. Like A lot yeah, of the time, I, you're just pouring it in. Yeah, I would imagine that we'd have a better time just pouring Bags. it in. Yeah. You can get your personal logo on these, too. Right? Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, okay, so... Steam or direct fire what we're looking at for the SS system. Uh, steam or direct fire. So you need a boiler room or a boiler system for the steam. Or it's the propane natural gas. Yeah, well, that's that, the SS natural gas ain't going to happen out this way. Yeah, right. That's the SS Brewtech system. There are other systems that are similar. I had all these tabs open earlier, but... Okay, well, having a boiler is not... A horrible concept. I have one in my house, right? It's just more water usage. More water usage in a place that uses a lot of water. But for that, for the steam jacket, you can recover all that. Can't you? I, I don't know. I don't either. I wonder how that, that works. Maybe we should look into what brewers are using what systems. And uh, Isn't that part of the question list? <laughs> We we keep we keep yeah, talking about but, and never calling. Yeah. Tian uh, Tai, two to one hundred and fifty barrel. This one came That's up a big frequently. Jump. Yeah, there's a big difference between two and one hundred and fifty. Three hundred liter. That's not very big. That's only a few barrels. 
a barrel four vessel brew house. Oh, that is large. That's a better size. What is that, eight barrel? Looks like it. Eight barrel, four vessel? Yep. So that's still mash, lauder, uh, kettle, and then whirlpool. At that point, we still have yet to talk about um, fermentation and bright tank. Right. We're going to need, what, 30 barrel fermentation? Okay. Tank. Because you're still planning on on the high gravity brewing and then multi multi brew to a, to ferment. To have that potential would be it makes sense for the long term. But where are we starting? Do we start with just well? If you're doing an if you do it, let's say that let's let's say that this eight barrel is is the choice. Okay, that means that to double up, you're going to need a sixteen barrel fermentation. Or twenty barrel. So I mean, that's actually what, it, what you'd use, right? Because you need headspace for. So you'd have a 20, 20 barrel fermentation as a starting point from an eight barrel system, giving you the ability to do two batches, right? And that's not even for like water, you know, adjustment. So you had to add more water, right? So you right at sixteen, you have four barrels worth of uh, of, of if you're doing space. if you're doing the high gravity, right? But you need headspace <clears throat> for. The fermentation, right? Yeah, like twenty five percent headspace. That's that's a lot. That's what a lot of the map sizes. Yeah, but that's that's a lot. Which means you can't do an eight barrel system on a twenty barrel. That's not twenty five percent, is what you're suggesting. Yeah. So in order to get twenty five percent off of a, a twenty barrel system, that is five barrels. So you need a fifteen barrel max. And eight barrels kills that. Seven barrel doesn't, right? A lot of a lot of the um, fermentation vessels that I've seen used or otherwise are thirty barrel. So that's a starting point then, if that's the case. And that gives us lots of space. Yeah, but we need the facility to house a tall vessel like that. That's fine. And like we'll we'll figure that out when we, okay. when we like we'll cross that bridge when we get there type thing, right? So this this is why I'm suggesting that if we, we figure out the system that we're planning on first, then we can start looking at real estate that requires us to to have right. to be able to house so this. warehouse space. Well that's that's the other thing. So if if we kind of ditch the concept of uh, of a tap like a tap room, right, and just do a retail space. Mm-hmm. Um, like we could do a tasting area, but not a tap room. Um, we're no longer really selling beer per glass. We, we can, I don't want to lose that. We can, yeah. but we're not really doing that. And it's more retail space. Like you go in, you buy your, your growlers that are poured from the tap. You buy your cans, you have, uh, whatever, whatever tasting from, from the taps, you buy a pint. We don't. We no longer have a kitchenette because we don't need it. Um, but in that case, there, um, you, you're you're essentially. Oh, well, it, it also kind of kills the beer engine. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um. Or it, yeah. Which it was the topic kills. we were talking about before the uh, the break? It probably was. I think it was. Yeah. yeah. Um. 
but it, it does kill the concept of the beer engine. Yeah, but we want that space where people can come in. I know. I know, but if we if we get rid of that, we can go to warehouse. We can go in an industrial complex and we can work out of there. We have all the space in the world. It's just... There's got to be something in between. There, there's not an attractive... Like, there, there, there's very few commercial locations that will permit a bar because it's supposed to be a work area. <laughs> yeah. Right? And so you have drivers coming in for uh, for liquid lunch, and that's a bad idea. Um, I'm not opposed to it because I'll take their money. I don't fucking care I, if they're smart enough to to you know have a, have one and get behind the wheel again. But are the establishments legal responsibilities when it comes to that? Well, if a guy comes in in a, in a pure later uniform and isn't dropping <laughs> off a package and orders a beer, we probably assume he's working. Yeah. And as as that point, like if 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 he's working, um, is it really my job to stop him from having a beer? It, he's already made the choice that he's going to drink on the job. Yeah, he's already made the choice that he's going to have a beer. Maybe I cut him off at two. <laughs> yeah, I can't. If it's but either, the it's question was, what are the legal responsibilities? We're talking like your own personal moral qualms about it but I, I want to know what a bar's legal responsibility is for someone who comes in and you see them leave and get into their car and drive away well people drive to bars all the time yeah <laughs> like, i don't know i'm just 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 a question i i don't I think don't there's any any repercussion for the sake that like the, well okay obviously there's smart serve okay yeah if they're not capable of speaking they've had too many <laughs> Right, if they're yeah. if if they are a little tipsy, it probably is the time where you should cut them off. Right, use your best judgment. However, it's I'm not his mother. I like if if he's going to come in and order a beer during his lunch break, I'm going to serve one to him because he's made the decision that he can drink on the job, and I don't think we're we're like we're on the hook for that. So ten barrel brew house. <laughs> a ten barrel brew house really requires ten barrel is well that that requires in that case that's a thirty percent head space if you're going to do that you do a ten barrel and maybe a five barrel offset five barrel offset well in order for a thirty barrel to be twenty five percent right that's somewhere in the ballpark of so if you. Like you do two ten barrel brews in a day, put it into a thirty barrel tank. Uh, that that's thirty three, thirty three. Yeah, so that's sixty six percent taken up, leaving thirty three percent headroom. Right. So then, so you could do some high gravity brew. You to could do yes. Top it off. Yeah. That's so a lot of beer. It is a lot of beer. Can we sell that much beer? That's the question, isn't it? So if you're doing a 10-barrel brewing system and you're doing high gravity... Means you're Eventually. Brewing, uh, well, you're going to have to do a high gravity for at least one of the batches. Because otherwise, uh, you have this 30-barrel that's, that's almost empty. You're using 33% of its, of well, its capacity. Then you have smaller fermenters to start. And by the time you need that 30-barrel... So you need a 15-barrel for... 
because that that's the equivalent right there. It's yeah, a fifteen one barrel ten for, and like for uh, fermentation, and a fifteen, and that's another thirty three percent headspace. Yeah. So you could start off with a ten barrel system and no, no high gravity fifteen barrel for, uh, fermentation, and then your bright tank. What thirty? Yeah. Yeah. Because you you can that that then case you too. can blend too, right? Yeah. Um, so you have two two fermentation vessels that'll be going into a, a a thirty barrel bright tank, or you do uh, fifteen barrel bright tanks, two of them. That way, you can have two different style, two different styles in the bright tank to go to packaging. Yeah, and then CIP. Yeah, shuffle through with the next type. Mm-hmm. So ten for the first four vessel. 15, 15 for the fermentations, and 15 for the bright tank to begin with. Secondary uh, secondary purchases, uh, or sorry, the next purchase is a secondary, um, another bright tank, right? So that you can do two, uh, too much, or two, two times the output. Because whatever's in the fermentation vessel, then it goes to bright, right? The other one is then starting in, Oh fuck! How long is bright? Bright is a month, isn't it? It's like twenty days or something like that. Don't know yet. Could be, but the bright tank is for preparing the beer for packaging. Yeah. So it doesn't have to be very long at all. It could be the like you move it from the fermenter to the bright tank, carbonate, let it sit for a few days. To dissolve well, and then let's get Jason's input on the on the bright tank concept because yeah. I don't think we've talked to him about that. Yeah. Did Not you look that. up? Did you look up the system that he uses at his brewery? Uh, I didn't look it up, but I know that he's using some kind of like awkward brew in a bag style or something like that. It's similar to the Brewzilla. Yeah. And he he's very adamant that it sucks. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking hates it. It's uh. But the idea of just dipping a, dipping your nutsack in a, in a fucking hot water, you know, that, that turns me on. Uh, what did you say? <laughs> Brew in a bag. It's the equivalent of dipping your, dipping your nuts in hot water. Give me a second. I'm going to go check out the temp. Okay. Sounds good. We're still, we're not, we won't be at boil yet, but there it is. 10 barrel and 5 barrel micro brewer. Yeah. It's just a little hoist to pull the basket out with the grain. And then it probably move to boil from that with a pump. 19 grand US, eh? We're at 176. We're not there yet. That's the 5 barrel. Uh, the five barrels, 19 grand. Plus the base, yeah. Wait. Five barrel is the 18.5 US. Ten barrel is basically double. Well, that's always fun. But the ten barrel, four vessel brew house is like... 90 grand 
Okay. Just has it has greater potential for quality, I think, as opposed to the, uh, this. Oh, type I, system. I, I'm I'm not really. I'm not. I'm not imagining these numbers are real yet. That's the other problem, right? Because right at this point, you look at numbers, you just get scared. Um, yep. You know, <laughs> like it's it's that. So I I'm not like they they don't mean anything to me for the most part. I, I get a, a value out of it. Yeah, uh, but it has no real meaning to no. me. Right? So it's, it's like ninety grand, no problem. That's fine. Yeah, you're investing in a, a vehicle to do something. Yeah. Right, it's it, you know like uh, in our first year, if we're going to have distribution, we're we're buying a, we're buying a truck or a van. We're also going to have a brew house. We're also going to have equipment, fermentation. Vessels. We're also going to have cleaning supplies. We're also yeah. going to have chemicals and ingredients. We're also going to have two guys' salaries. Essentially, yeah. if I can pay your salary, right, for the whole year, and do this full time. And, yeah. and and then well no like right off the bat just pay you a lump sum right off the, the beginning of the year uh, that means that we have all the rest of the money to cover for whatever ingredients and so on and so forth right, right. Um, yeah so like it, it really it really comes down to it is if your salary is covered my salary is covered we don't have to worry about bills for ourselves that lowers our stress right Logically speaking, if you're not worried about paying your home bills... Right, and then you're 100% in... Oh, that's uh, your sister calling me. You mean your wife? Yes. <laughs> Hello? Hi. Hello? Hi. It's Patrick. Oh, you know what? It's probably on there, isn't it? Uh, Patch, can you hear me? Yeah. No. He's barely coming through, isn't he? I, I think, turn off the, the Bluetooth on that. Turn off the Bluetooth on my phone? No, right there, right there, just a little fucking Bluetooth symbol. Where? On the phone call. Go back to the phone call. Hello? There's a Bluetooth. Yeah, now no talk. Hello? I can hear you. Jesus. Okay, I can hear you now. This is why I'm in charge of tech, by the way. <laughs> fucking dude doesn't even know how hey, to use his up? own fucking cell phone. Anyhow, what I was trying to say is essentially if I can cover Sean's salary, oh, did you find one? My salary, our focus is on yeah, the yeah. actual brewery itself, um, and not on home bills yeah. or whatnot. Something that you want, and then from there, it's it's really just uh, let me think. Um, you know. The day-to-day routine, the deliveries, and the, you know, um, and, and, and whatever fucking oh, yeah. costs that it, that it takes to run a business. Okay. And I know I'm making it sound really fucking simplistic, so but it it shouldn't okay. be that yeah, that's complex. that's fine with me. All right, I'll see you later. Sounds good, buddy. Bye-bye. And we're back. Well, you are. <laughs> you never left. I I broke down the concept uh, while you were on the phone there of, of basically just what, what, the intent here, right? If your attention is on the business, 
instead of on your home bills and making sure that the you know whatever is covered, then um, you can put all of your attention on running the business appropriately. Yeah. So one of the just first budget things, the year. Yeah, just simple enough. Here, here's your salary, and you're paid out. Cool. We we could do it in lump sums if you wanted to, or just say, here here's your annual salary. Mm-hmm. And you flood your own bank account with it. Go. I wouldn't be opposed to that. I don't. Yeah. I don't see why there's a benefit in holding off on every month or every yeah. two weeks, right? Right. Because um, we're not we're not hourly employees. No, we are totally not. <laughs> Hourly employees are the type of people who who are less invested in the company, right? And so, when it comes to you and I, um, we're going to be sleeping there. <laughs> we're going to like, we're going to spend more time there than at home. But as long as the you know the, there's there's no problems with like oh shit you know we we we're not able to afford you know um, we're not able to afford your 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 salary this month, right? We have a problem, right? You become stressed. The business has mistakes get made. Yes, and then quality drops. So, pay yourself first. And I'm pretty sure a lot of business people have said this in the past. But pay yourself first, and focus on the rest. Focus on the rest. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. There you go. Uh, why am I looking at this? This is stupid. Anything important? No, just a comparison between Safe Ale and Y Yeast. It was a, a tab I opened up a while ago. Okay. Um, okay. So we're looking at um, definitely. Well, I've always ballparked this this concept in my mind that one point two mil is approximately what we'd need in startup and it's covering equipment it's covering uh ingredients it's covering um cleaning supplies and salaries and uh, location setup yeah like all of it like 1.2 mil is kind of this ballpark figure that i i just kind of pulled out Nebulous. of the air and i just said okay if 1.2 mil is breached then panic that, that's the only reason why it, it came up. And I can definitely see us right now not breaching that. With the cost of a vehicle, cost of the initial brewing equipment, the renovations might might bring us to another couple hundred thousand. But I'm still under a million. Yeah. Right? And it's not like anywhere close to you know our salaries are going to or breach us over. No, that's going to be a small fraction of the yeah cost of starting. So when you asked me before, like you know what what am I imagining, and like what did I base that on? Like honestly, it's one point two is the panic section. How are we going to raise one point two million dollars? Right, right. That that is a feat in itself. However, if we have to raise more than that, that's where we panic. If we have that, I think we're our first year is easier on us. It's not easy. No, it's not simple. About this is going to be easy, but it, it's definitely going to be less stressful. And we know that we're going to be covered, and we know that we're going to have 
product and we know that we're going to start distributing um yeah because there's wow there's kegging canning bottling packaging brewing fermenting it's a whole lot in the process mm-hmm. uh we should like earmark some of that for the hiccups just okay, case. so I know that you're in love with this concept of, of automated canning, but we could probably do that. About that ourselves. can be pushed off too, yeah. Yeah, like year two, year three, yeah. we can we can definitely do stuff like that. We can we can hand wash kegs. Yeah, right. We we can even to make a, a keg washing station that's like convenient and easy to work at. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be much. It's yeah, not well, it's not automated, but it's we we can build something that has that uses fucking ball valves and yeah. high pressure hot water. Yeah. Right? Like and, and sanitizer that's in there and, and whatever else. Like and we, yeah. we can build that, right? Uh both of us have the engineering skills to do something like that. Yeah. When it comes down to the the canning line, we don't need to be outputting 30 cans a second. Not yet. Right? Like a can, a can a minute is a long time. That's really slow. It but is very slow. You can slow. do that by hand, no problem. Yeah, but you you can get under that number, uh, the value easily, easily yeah. right yeah. by hand. And all that takes is just fill the can to the point where place it's, the cap yeah, on, like drop the cap thing. on top of it. It's like yeah. you don't even need headroom for the most part, right? And that head is your like CO two blanket to keep the oxygen out. Right. Yeah. Well, if, if you imagine it, like if you fill your your glass right to the brim, and, yeah. it's, and it's got that little fucking what do they call what do they call that uh, where where the it's not meniscus meniscus that's the word yeah where where big brain they <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah so it's it's got that that that, that kind of bulbousy look to it right yeah and then so you just drop the the lid on that and then you're 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 good you just run that through the fucking the can sealer minor spillage in yeah. one location and yep. Like then you can, get the cat, can, the four caps to make the four pack or whatever. Yeah, and we we can do this yeah. by hand. Like there, there's no problem with doing that by hand in the first year, right? And if we if we have the the floor space in mind for it for years two, then we can consider that as a an, a, an, a future purchase. Yeah. But again, as the brewer, like the, the the head brewer, you're going to have to choose what's more important. As I tell you, hey, we seem to sell out on this beer more than anything else. Uh, you're going to choose, okay, well, I'm going to need a second bright tank or I'm going to need another fermenter, right? Yeah. And that takes precedence over an automated canning line or, um, <clears throat> or, or it's, you know, or maybe it is the canning line. You're like, hey, we, we don't, we, we, we're having difficulty keeping up on, on the, the sell the sales of these cans versus the, the, the sales of these kegs. And you'd be like, okay, well, we need more cans sent out the door. And, and that's that's just basically it. Just to, just you know, you you get to make that decision on whether like what's the most important purchase, and then I make sure that there's available space for you. Yeah, I like it. We'll get there eventually with the uh, canning line. Yeah, because that's cool. It, it is a cool looking system. I, I fucking love the idea of it. Um, it's very much like a. Um, um, team mobile <coughs> yeah uh it's very much like, like a like a plug and play type of thing yeah right you know you have a line that comes in that's coming from whatever tank could be a likely fermenter. likely the bright tank but it could be a fermenter 
but that line comes in and then it just spits it into you know these little nozzles the yeah. noozle <laughs> it puts it in the noozle and then the noozles just go ahead and put that in the can and the can then sends it forward and the lid goes on it spins them fucking fast seals the thing up and then you've got this like this fucking conveyor at this point that's just collecting cans and you just throw them in fucking yeah. boxes it's like, easily it's, stored when you're not using it. if it's yeah. not canning that day then put it away so, right i love the concept of this thing because it's very it's it, very mobile very very proof uh, efficiency yeah no, and that's the other thing. Do, we, do you think we need a, uh, a, a forklift, per, a permanent lift truck? Yeah, like, uh, not not right away. Like a pallet jack might be nice. Yeah, pump jack. Yeah, but uh, I, I don't know if we need like an actual fucking forklift or a lift truck or what are the what are the other words for those things? Well, the stand uh, standy uppy ones. <laughs> they, they suck. They they don't suck. They're just not as cool as the other ones. Yeah, I just I don't operate those ones so electric or propane those. depends on location again like anything else right for you for me well we're both going to take diesel training. you want a diesel lift oh. <laughs> <laughs> i want a zoom boom like teles- oh, yeah. telescopic oh, boom we totally need one of those yeah. <laughs> and i'm the one with the purchasing problem <laughs> i'm the consumerist that's just what i've been using steady for the last couple of months so yeah but that's um, what i'm used to I don't know. I, I, I've used the stand-up one. Okay. Um, I I have sat in the propane drivey one. Yeah. I've never actually driven it. It's super simple. Yeah. Three levers, up, down, side to side, tilt. That's it. Uh, but you actually have a... Th- I still have a steering wheel. Yeah. 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 And it's rear wheel driven. Yeah. Um, the, the the stand-up one that, I, that I've, I've, I've worked in it was... Um, rear wheel dolly wheels really yeah like it was it was so like you drive just casters just caster wheels and then like the the, the front two were independent drive oh it's so like drive. tank driving kind of but it, like if you just drove you drove it with a joystick oh so you drive it forward the, and it did all the back and forth. it's like oh I, if i want to turn i gotta move one forward one backwards so you could stand in place and do a circle yes okay yeah, that makes sense. It was for that very type. tight quarters. Yeah, like I was working at, that, at the time. I was working at the uh, John Forsyth Shirt Company in the warehouse. Okay, so we had like we had like like uh, rolls of fabric that we had to like pull off at this spike, and so you you the spike was long enough that you could back up and touch the other fucking uh, like the next rack, the next rack yeah. over. Uh, but then we had to pull out and then turn and then come yeah. down. And, and what did like, you have to do? Come out. Yeah, to pull out. Pull, pull out okay, and okay. turn. Yes, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, anyhow, so we we may never need a forklift, but we may need one for like delivering the stuff. Right for the the vessels and whatnot. Yeah. We'll so need when to those rent a forklift for that time. Yes. Yeah. Place everything and then or the delivery people might have one. If it some trucks and trailers mm-hmm. have the three wheel forklift, yep. right? But. Um, it wouldn't be too bad just to rent one. What no. we need? Can you pull that off of that? that? Jesus Christ! It runs across the fucking sound. Not really. There you go. Get her. It's a little bit better. Um, yeah. So the forklift. I think electric would be um would be we more costly. No emissions, though, right? Inside the yeah, space. but zero emissions, yeah. right? And on site, especially like 
in, in a place like the uh, the the shirt factory, right? That mm. warehouse was in the center of the building, so there was no fumes oh, escaping see. from that room, right? Right, um, in a good way. <laughs> Had there been a propane <laughs> thing in there, we'd all been dead. Yeah. Right. So, whereas the a brewery, we will possibly have that bay door. Right. We we haven't really found anything that helps us in that case of of like, where do you put a bay door? Because a bay door equals birds. I'll tell you that right now. As soon as you have a bay door, you have birds in your fucking building. Potential. You show me a building that has a bay door and doesn't have birds, I'd be surprised. Because it is pretty fucking common where the just animals get the fuck inside and you're just like, fuck it. It's, now what? Pelican. You're not allowed, apparently. That's how I would solve it. Nets. Uh, so that they can suffer instead of just shooting them. <laughs> like... Just leave, like just, just let uh, poison gas float to the top and all fucking die up there. What, what, what poisonous gas floats upwards and not downwards? Because that's this like carbon monoxide. Uh, we'll just like spray sarin gas towards the ceiling. That's the one from uh, The Rock. From The Rock? Yeah, the movie The Rock. Sarin gas. Sarin. I don't remember that one. Sarin gas was the one that was they put in the rockets. It was like that pearled, like the green pearls, oh, okay. and then they, and then like one of them fucking fell out and smashed. And they're like, evac, and then they get to close the guy in. And his fucking skin started boiling, and that was in the rock. How do you not remember the movie The Rock? Yeah. I've seen too many movies. Oh, shit. Yeah, I gotta some, look it up now. Yeah, spend some time fucking watching The Rock. Uh. There's a, there's a line where Sean Connery says, like, I think you're a fucking idiot, General Shaw. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're a fucking idiot. Um, yeah, it had... Uh, oh, what the hell is his name now? The bad guy. Uh, he was a bad guy in another Nick Cage movie, too. In the, the second National Treasure movie, he was, he was also the bad guy. Sean Connery was? No, Sean Connery was a good guy. Oh. The other guy. John Patrick Mason. Nicholas Cage was Stanley Goodspeed. Goodspeed. Yeah. General Ed Harris. Francis Hamill. Yeah, Ed Harris. That's who that was. Uh he Ed Harris is Ed Harris plays a really good bad guy. Yeah, he does. <coughs> Excuse me. Oh, he's so, like how many how many bad guy roles did like he he was uh the black hat guy from um Tombstone? No, was it Tombstone? No, it, it, it was it was a cowboy movie. But not, it was a TV series. Um, Appaloosa. No, that's not what I was thinking. But he could have been the bad guy in that one. I'd never seen Appaloosa. It was the one where, um, like, it was like robots were the uh, oh, and, and you'd go Westworld. Westworld. Yeah, yeah. But he was the bad guy in that one. He was like the creator of. Wasn't he from the outside? He was. He was from the outside, but he was. He was like one of the, the biggest investors. Uh, That's what it was. And he yeah. went there as a youth. Like we're we're totally spoiling this whole thing. In Westworld. <laughs> Westworld season one shows like six different timelines all at the same time. So it's intentionally confusing. Yes. Yeah. And then it turns out that he was the young guy, and he turned into the bad guy in the, the end. I guess I should watch it. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> 
Anyhow, Ed Harris, amazing bad guy. Uh, he was technically the bad guy in a Truman Show. Yeah. Right? Good guy in Polo 13. Yeah. Uh, he was Jackson Pollock in Jackson Pollock. And, you know, we all know that Jackson Pollock was evil as fuck. So there you go. <laughs> Never saw it. I have no idea. Uh, but, yeah. Bad guy in The Rock. Bad guy in... What is this? Top Gun Maverick. Maverick. Yeah, they're making a new Top Gun movie. Huh. Or releasing a new Top Gun movie because they've already made it. But yeah, National Treasure, The Rock, Westworld. Very good bad guy. I like him. He's a good actor. Yeah. He's in Gravity. Man, he's done a lot of movies. Yes, he has. You know what we could be doing is if we had a video podcast. Discussing beer? <laughs> sure. <laughs> but we, we could actually be showing clips of what he was in and, and like going through and, and, and discussing. This is why he's so fucking awesome. Look yeah. at this. This is the line that he fucking spits out. However, that takes some kind of pre-editing. And some kind of planning. Yeah. Whereas the, what we're doing right now is totally not that. No. This is just sitting here shooting the shit, wasting time. We should probably check on our brew. Uh, well, the last temperature I checked, we were we were trying to get to 200, and we were at 176. I'm going to guess 191. 204. Oh, we're actually there. Okay, can we... Um, Do you want to take a gravity reading now? Uh, or do you want, like, we want to take a break for this, or do you want to just... Okay, because we'll need a gravity reading to make sure that we're, we're where we're supposed to be. But we're not even at boil yet, so I don't think it's going to change much. I took off a sample. Um, yeah, we could talk about brewing. We have a problem. And mom's afraid, by the way. Of? Uh, that because you and I can't agree on a name, that we're going to end up not doing this right. Just because of the name? Well, so we, we don't agree, and we're, like whatever spite ends up building off of it, and I think that's what her biggest worry is. Okay. Like, like I get it. Like if you, if you don't fucking love a name that I give you, I totally understand it. But, you know, like um, I don't I don't want you to believe that... In any case, that if you're not agreeing with something, that that I need to fully understand why you don't like it, and then, and that that I'm building some kind of hatred towards uh, the you know your your decision making. And I mean, it, you haven't fallen in love. No, I, it's fine. We make the decisions together. I think. Yeah. I'm gonna give my input on any issues I may see on yeah different ideas. No, and I, I that's someone over there saying though. Yeah. Like, like I. I think what, what mom's really afraid of is that the, the fact that we can't agree upon a name so far is going to lead to bad routes. And I, we, we thought we had a name, but then you mentioned something that built some little, you know, gave me a little earworm, fucking yeah. little seed in my head, and I, and I fell out of love with the, the name that we had. Um, Have we mentioned the name before? No. It's, it doesn't matter? Not, not even worth it. Okay. Um... Yeah, I don't know. I, I got, it's, it, 
It's going to come up. We've got to find, like... Well, we have we'll, to find common ground. Yeah. And I think one of the things we could do is... Um, what does the brewery mean to you? And come up with a list of, of words that the brewery means to you. That the business itself has to encompass for you to, to feel that it, it is exactly what you want. Like, what do you want to portray with the the name and the environment and the feel of our company? Well, that's exactly what the brand is supposed to be, right? Well, the, the idea that you, you well, get by seeing the logo and the name. Branding is, is the impression that the client gets. Right. Whereas what we want to try to impress with to begin with isn't necessarily branding, but it's what the branding will be based off of. Right. So I need to finish watching that whole series that your mom sent. You could probably get to episode eight or nine and already have a, a good idea of what's going down. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you, I'll Episodes 10 and 11 are notes. like the website and shit. So Yeah, you've got that. Yeah, I, I don't think you're really interested in that part of it, yeah. but um, like they go through like style boards and fucking logo stuff. So you could probably break before the logo because at that point they're they're dead set on the branding, right? Right. They've already figured it out by then. Yes. Yeah. So, but they they go through that process and they figure out like, but they, they figure out, but um, they didn't do the like what what I'm suggesting of write down a bunch of words that the business means to you, what the business would have to portray. And if I do the same thing and we do it independently, um, we have an opportunity there to find matching words. Right. And when we find those matching words, they become the company list. Yeah. That's the actual list. So, um, so we like, Values, basically, company values. Yeah, and at that point, not only does it become the 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 um, the ideal for the company, it becomes part of the business plan. Yeah, right. Our mission, our goal, all that's built off of all of those those you know, those values. So we we've kind of been trying to come up with something that that would sound good as a brewery. Yeah, but we haven't really been doing that justice by starting from from the beginning you know i i really like the idea the 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 name broom like brewmaster and carboy um like just in general because no one's done it but it's it's totally superhero-ish yeah for sure it's comic booky right yeah and i like that integrating the two industries the the comic book creative with the brewing yeah yeah, it, it's also it, it's beverage also, company. Well, the, the beverage company is another question. That, that that is something beyond just the name of the place. It's again not setting limits, right? Yeah, like you you start a brewery, you're making beer, right? Uh, you can brew kombucha, you can brew coffee, yeah, but you're making a, a place that sells beer. <clears throat> um, a beverage company. On the other hand, permits distilling, um, tea infusing. Again, the kombucha. Kombucha stuff. You get the... Seltzer. Nitro coffee. Fucking... You can even just do coffee beans, 
we can have our own line of coffee beans. That'd be cool. Right? You, know, you All you really do is you invest into a place that, that'll rebrand their coffee as yours. And you choose so your we own need brands. Like, so we need, like, three units of, like, a coffee <laughs> brew on this side, and they come together in the middle for the tasting of either or. Uh, Sure. <laughs> if you want, if you want to have as many nerds as possible yes. in one place, yes, that's how you do it. You have beer nerds and coffee nerds, and they all congregate in the middle, and they're drunk and wired. <laughs> so we're gonna call it drunk and wired. Drunk and wired. Uh, uh, there might be something to that wired thing, though. Hold on. Again, See, uh, with your technology. Uh, yeah. Well, my tech part, and if there's something you can pull in from. From the construction background, swing stages hang off wires. Uh, well, no, not necessarily wired, but like, like it, it just wired. Well, if because why wired mean like wired into technology, well, like plugged yeah. in, all that stuff, right? It's just one of the, well, there's a magazine called Wired, right? It's just a, it's part of a, it's a tech word. So if there's a construction word that that goes along with wired, that might be cool. Mm. Well, but again, we're not doing it justice by doing it this way. The, no, it's exactly. no value. We're just shooting the shit. Yeah. Whatever. But the wired, the wired in the original comment was for the coffee and caffeinated. I and know. the entire construction industry is caffeinated to the gills for sure. Yeah. Like everyone shows up in the morning with a coffee and so, then you take a coffee break and then you have coffee at lunch. Uh, what, what if we were to try to find something with, uh, Caffeine and alcohol. E- ethyl. Ethylated? Uh, uh, <laughs> I don't know. E- e- ethyl. Uh, oh, and we throw in some spices. Uh, so capsaicin. <laughs> now we're just rhyming off shit. Yeah. Um, fuck, we're almost at the Excuse two me. hour mark. Are we? Yeah. We haven't talked about anything. Uh, we talked about some things. I suppose. You know what? I, I think. Do you want some ribs? Like right now? Yeah, they're in the oven. Yes. Okay, it's lunchtime anyway. Okay, well let's let's go and do that instead. Um, we're going to close off the show though. There's there's no reason to make a three hour special today, even though like <laughs> we're, we're fucking doing this. Uh, so um, yeah, we we still have yet to throw hops and stuff, um, and so we got to focus on that part of the board. The brew continues. Yep. And uh, so we will uh, talk to everyone again in episode 37. Same. Wong. That's it. That's the closer. Right same there. brew. Right. Same brew time, same brew channel. Yeah. No, no we need a better one. That's closer. <laughs> we'll right. Thanks again, everyone. It's been a pleasure. Bye-bye.